I have a lot of stuff, but not a lot of stuff, if you know what I mean. You mean it's full of shit? <laughs> I am hurt. I'm running around with a pink derringer. <laughs> oh, could it have been the character that saved me? I don't know. Where did I save you? Um, a guy shot me and you came running over with your bow and arrow and pwned him and then made a video about it. Oh. Maybe just start? Mm-hmm. Good to go. <laughs> My name is Renee. I'm talking to FD. Hi, I've got a new mic, Renee. Yeah, you've got a new mic. Do I sound different? I ain't got a cold. I'm not born uh, no. up. <laughs> this is the actual me. Whereas before it was the Asus Republic of Gamers shitty headset mm. me. So, I mean, I don't know. I kind of prefer the other one, really. And this one costs a lot of money. Mm. You sound a little bit more bassy than Bit's before. Lying. Is that you in the field running towards me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do I look threatening? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a saline bottom, but not a top. Because oh. you're battered. I'm a bit battered, indeed. So, yeah, you're Rene, and I'm FT. Together yes, we are the Altercast, and we're episode yeah. five. Yes, and we are playing DayZ, as you've heard. Mm. So there's one question, did we survive Mishkino? Well, we're in Berezino now, and I've just said I'm a freshborn. So for the sake of continuity, shall we just say we died a horrible death to thousands of um, raptors? <laughs> Raptors. That's a good story. Let's stick to that. <laughs> but the re the reality is that we went in and got a bit of loot and left, didn't we? Yeah. All right. Let's go to the reactions. We got a few reactions again. Um, I don't like this first... thing you, you call them react. I know you're gonna. Oh, sorry, I've interrupted you. I don't call them reactions. It's like <laughs> it's like we're on trying to get somewhere on YouTube. Reaction. <laughs> Ft and Rene react. To the reactions. <laughs> well, sorry, I failed to uh, comments uh, to come with another uh, comments. Yeah, questions. Okay, reactions like we're just <laughs> trying to be something we're not, Renee. We're not PewDiePie. That's true. Anyway, some of the comments. First, dude, go on. I interrupted <laughs> you. I'm sorry. It's fine. I am glad we have a better name because I already felt weird saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks after the fourth episode for correcting me so I told you in the first episode I didn't like it but you just stuck with it and now okay, you, maybe. you even like you seem to like you was going to do a jingle there reactions <laughs> reactions with Rene <laughs> go on comments <sighs> comments yes so the first uh, we got an email from Clark Westfield and uh, Clark is actually a pretty good guy I yeah, am that's Madam. his real name. It is not his real name. Good, okay. I'm pretty sure it's not. But uh, I met him once on the Daisy Underground uh, server. And uh, him and his brother. And basically we walked together uh, into someone who murdered us. So that wasn't so good. But it was still fun to meet him. But uh, he's, a, you know, he's a good guy. I was uh, glad to receive an email of him. Clark said, uh, why do you think you guys click as a group? And he's talking about uh, Running Man's you and I and Toby. 
and why uh, do you enjoy playing so much together and tell Toby to start making content which we have some good news for right oh yeah he's done his first stream he's now a weekly streamer weekly <laughs> every Tuesday apparently are you killing that zombie or are you just going to run him around forever <laughs> I was thinking I can think I can, and stab at the same time I can get my pink pinky out if you want and deal with it but that's good <laughs> made you jump last Thanks. time Yes. Yeah, it would be great if you would announce it. Yeah, to Toby's doing um, once a week Tuesday on on the big Twitch. On Tuesday? No, so he is making Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday evenings. Okay. His first one was last week, so he is providing content. He is, yeah. Well, it, I've told him to, to, to tick that button that puts his VODs on there as well, so he's, yeah, can even watch them back. Mm -hmm. But why do we click? Um, yes, why do we make such a good team i think um you've got to be able to have a bit of a laugh and get on with each other haven't you if that if that yeah. if that happens it goes a, it goes a long way mm. and you've got to be able to accept give and take banter yeah um, yeah no i agree I, I, but i don't think play style is that critical because you know you can switch your play style up well i can anyway you can't you just play one way down the line <laughs> <laughs> well I even moved my hand across the... I, was, I, was, I did hand <laughs> movements for that as well. Great on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should add uh, a photo of you <laughs> doing uh, that. Do, do a little gif. Yeah. And so when they watch it back on YouTube, just that little bit got a little yeah. bit of animation. Yeah, and people see your face for the first time. Now they just see my arm. <laughs> okay. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, our play styles are different. The running man's the ruthless bandit. I'm the middleman, and you're the nice guy. So, and Toby, and Toby, Toby could, Toby's, oh, he could be anywhere. I mean, <laughs> normally, I think now he's streaming, you know, because I said this, he met someone and he started talking to him. And, uh, uh, he was separate to me on the map. And he said, he says, oh, I've just, I've just bumped into someone. And I said, have you got a gun? And he said, yeah. I says, well, they're fucking dead in a minute then, aren't they? And he went, no, I'm going to speak to them. I was like, oh, get you, now you're streaming, you're talking <laughs> to people. Because normally we just, yeah, if he's on his own, Toby's a bit of a shoot first, ask questions later merchant. Well, if he's, if he doesn't feel, if he feels out of control, it is a backpack here for you, dude, if you want. Give me a backpack. Well, well, check it. It's my backpack. A hunting backpack? Mm-hmm. In a deer stand near Gorka? We're definitely playing on a public hive. <laughs> so why do we click? Why do we click, Renny? Because because I've just because I've told I've told the people the good people why. Now you have to you have to tell them why. I think it's also partly because we play different. I think that's also and because I think it helps that while why people watch us is that we all have good microphones. I think that helps uh, because sometimes you hear like streams and people just you know their microphones are just. It's so important to have good audio. Let's just put it like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel I've ticked that box there, whereas before I didn't. So you think we get on and click because we've all got nice microphones? I, I, I think <laughs> no, I think bit... that it helps. I think it helps if people watch uh, content with. Yeah, but with, that's nothing to do with, with this clicking, is it? No, that's true. You I just think come it's up with a because... shit thing there, Renny. I don't like that. I want something better from you. You know, you've had time. <laughs> you've had the notes. Um, well, I, I think it's mainly because, yeah, like you said, we just get along together uh, as uh, individuals. And, uh, you're going to use my just... reasonings. 
reasonings. <laughs> Do I have to make up a new one then? <laughs> well, you could have just said I'm happy. We've covered it. You didn't have to come back with anything. <laughs> you just come back with something that was completely irrelevant, and now you're copying me. Come on. I want, I want always, originality. You always murder my arguments. <laughs> it's not on purpose. You just come out with some, <laughs> you know. Last week I got dumb because I didn't have, I didn't come... I didn't come with my homework, and this week you haven't come with yours, so you, you've got lines to do. You've got, you've got punishment. <laughs> I did. I made all the notes. Yeah, you did, but you obviously didn't come up with. Like, it's no point coming up with questions if you haven't got answers. You know. Yeah. No, that's true. I didn't come up with the question though. Oh, you didn't even come up with a question, did you? <laughs> no, it's I think, I think it failed everywhere here. <laughs> I think we should move on to the next subject. Well, it's not a subject, is it? There's another per oh, reaction. Reaction to from <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> we have to cut all this out now. No, we don't. Go with it. I'm being chased. It's a zombie, though, so we're all right. Andrew as Kokia. Uh, he sent us a pretty long comment on the YouTube channel, actually. He basically told us that we... He basically said that we could have been more robust on the criticism that people have on the game. I think the answer is yes, we, we could have. Uh, I think we chose deliberately to not talk about it too long. I, think I, was, the... I was really... I, I actually asked René to remove some of it. Um, you, you're hearing a bit of behind the scenes here. <laughs> I was a little bit too sharp on what I said, so I said to René, look, this that is specific and it could um, backfire. So that was my fault. I'm not going well, into any more than that but Fair i think no, that that was on one point that was on one that point was, but yeah that was just on one point yeah i feel like uh, we have been clear about how we think about the criticism and i you know we cannot ignore it uh, but i i do want this to be a positive podcast but i don't want to ignore that people uh, think badly about about the game now i think that's that's also important but i don't think i also don't think it it adds any value if if we if we would have talked about it longer. I don't think we could have said a lot more about it. Andrew also said that um, that people sometimes they're being negative without being constructive, and I think that's that's very true. Um, but I don't think we can do a lot about it. But collectively call them out on it that they're not being const constructive. But I do feel like the non-constructive comments, they, they hurt the game a lot. You know, there's more negativity around it, and that's never fun. No, well, they can gather pace as well, can't they? That's the problem. People can people can listen to something, hear it, class it as the gospel truth, no matter what it is, and then mm. get it repeated. But I don't exactly. know. What do you do? I mean, it'll it'll sort itself out in the end. Yeah, that's true. But like you say, I don't. If if we're we're here to do a Daisy podcast. We can we can cover those things, but yeah, as you say, dwelling on them, it's just um, it's just giving them more even more fuel for the fire, if you like. So that's that's why when we did it last time, I, I sort of abruptly said, right, let's move on. I've had enough. Mm. Let's talk about yeah. the lovely sky or the pretty plants. Yes, <laughs> such fanboys, aren't we? Is there any any criticism? No, <laughs> we'll talk about that two lines, <laughs> and there's about two and a half hours of lovely stuff. Nothing oh, but controversial. <laughs> Maybe the podcast will be marked as controversial. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we won't get ads on YouTube. Yeah, it will be removed. 
he also adds um how about darker nights in daisy like in the mod he says that one of us surely is a has been a mod player but uh, i can tell you that we both played the mod a lot and i think ft has played the, the mod a lot more than i have so how do you feel about the knights ft um it's a little bit difficult isn't it because the because of the gamma exploit that people use um mm. I, I just i think you, you tend to be at, at a disadvantage if you're not prepared to do it i mean when i play when i play nighttime i don't crank it right the way up so that it looks ridiculous but i i do increase the gamma so that it's it's not really night anymore and you know i i would, I would do that in the mod as well Hmm. And I, yeah, I, I used I think to do the, it as well. The problem is you can't. You, you can try. You can say, well, well, in that case, make it so that the gamma doesn't alter in game once you've started. So, if it becomes night, you have to close the game down or whatever, and increase the gamma and restart it. But people will always find workarounds. I mean, the Nvidia control panel. You can increase the brightness there on your monitor. You can press a button on your monitor on. 95% of monitors you can increase the brightness. It's very difficult to work around. I think Armor Armor 3 have got something that um that does does go some way, but it's still exploitable. So I th I just mm -hmm. think it's it's a shame because there's a lot of atmosphere. Nighttime play is really, you know, it can be quite exciting. Yeah. And uh yeah, Rust also has some sort of I don't know what it is, but it, it, they have some sort of uh, uh blue if you turn up the gamma it just becomes, you know, bluer the screen, mm. and you can still really can't see uh, what's going on. So I'm not sure, how, you know, how it works, but uh, it seems to work. I don't know if it's exploitable outside the game. Pro it probably is. I don't know, but maybe they develop the game in a way that it doesn't. I, I don't know. If it is, it has something to do with the color corrections or something. Like uh, I mean, you can't you can't an argument to saying to me saying someone else is going to turn the gamma up if you don't you know you could you could counter that by saying someone else could be using ESP to find out where people are on the map. It doesn't mean to say you have to. That yeah, that is not really what I would class as a, a good enough counter argument because the the gamma exploit is something that's built into the game. You don't have to do an external exploit to get it. You know, have to run yeah. an external program that could possibly get you banned. It's within the game, so you have to trust the other players. And unfortunately, you can't trust the other players. And if you don't use the exploit, you are putting yourself at a huge disadvantage. That's yeah. That's the simple no, fact of it. That's true. Uh, but I think if you are gonna put it out of the game, if you make it harder for people to do, uh, then I think it will already be. A lot more played fair more yeah yeah there is that that there's less chance of people using it if it's if, if there are obstacles put in the way yeah i will agree mm. yeah but uh you know i do really like it i uh i personally i don't really alter the gamma but uh i mean it still depends on how how bright the monitor is and that kind of stuff so how do you define that i'm sure the the Daisy developers, they will come up with something to improve this all. It's the first time I've noticed that there's a car radio player there. Yeah. We're at Altar in, in the little studio area. The buttons don't work. I think the power that, is off. That big microphone, that looks a bit juicy, doesn't it? There's a computer here yeah. as well. Yeah, and he also suggests that it would be awesome if the 
if Daisy time would be real time. Um, well, I, I used to play on some servers that had that, but you know, the disadvantage is that in the winter, um, you know, I would be home in the evening and I would only be playing in the night basically, except in the weekend. And I didn't really like that. I wanted to alter it. So I'm playing on an American for, server. Yeah. But then I don't have the, the night, you know? Oh no. One night play on American, one night play on Europe, but I suppose perhaps back then, I don't know when you're referring to actually, um, the, there well, were not so many American servers. Oh, well. I don't. I, I don't actually mind playing on American servers on standalone. I think, and I used to shy away th from them in the mod. I don't know if the the ping mattered more, or whether I just thought it did. Coming straight from probably the last first person shooter game I played was Quake Three, and if you had a ping above about eighty, you was knackered. You couldn't shoot anything. Mm -hmm. Perhaps a hundred. You know that, that really made a difference. But in DayZ, it doesn't seem to. Not as much anyway. Yeah, you know, true. anywhere up to about one hundred and thirty, hundred and forty, you can you can manage. Mm -hmm. I played like almost daily with a squad from uh, from North America and Canada um, during the mod days. So that was, uh, you know, it worked. So we usually played on servers in London or in the, on the east side of North America. Mm. And, you know, this the ping was like 150 and it was quite all right. I guess we had some disadvantage, but I didn't notice it. I mean, desync has always been a problem in Daisy. And then what? But, uh, you know, my um, cycle, uh, I, I like the cycle of uh, the experimental servers so that it's fast day and fast night. So uh, people don't shy away for it. And uh, I also, you kind of have the feeling of a, of a progress, like you've traveled the whole map and three nights have passed, for example. I kind of like that idea. It's probably a little more re realistic. Because you wouldn't be able to travel from the south coast to the north, the northwest tip in an hour. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it would also take three days. You know, perhaps needs. Um, I don't know if the, I don't know if that's quite right. The what they've got the balance wise there, but I think the problem is, is if you have a, if you have the longer nights, then people shy away from the servers. Whereas if they know they're only going to have to put up with a night for, and I say put up because that's how most people feel. Mm -hmm. You know, for an hour. Or even, yeah, about an hour. That's that's about what they'll. Most people will accept that. Yeah, no, I I think so too. That would be my preference anyway. But uh, other people's might be different. I, that's the cool thing about DayZ. Every server is different, and everyone can host them the way they want. I guess. They're just really expensive at the moment. Hmm. Sounds like you're sort of concentrating on something else running is something else exciting up here on top of this castle oh yeah Sound, sorry i was a little bit far was... away <laughs> well i was looking far away uh, at a possible heli crash but i don't see it so i think we can uh, can move on you have some something to exciting to talk about you've been partnered on twitch oh yeah baby <laughs> <laughs> it took, took, a, took longer than expected maybe Longer? Do you mean longer or do you mean the opposite, like shorter? No, it it took longer than you expected it to be, right? Ah, well, let's put it let's let's get this into context here because initially <laughs> initially I thought with me being a, a world-renowned YouTuber with thousands and thousands and millions of followers and 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 watchers 
that I would just have to mention my mighty name to Twitch and they would give me the subscription thing. But as it turns out, that's not the case. You have to you have to actually be that sort of YouTuber that I've just described rather than be, just pretend to be one. Um, yeah, fair yeah. enough. So it, someone like Frankie goes along and they, I won't mention him Frankie too much tonight. Someone like, <laughs> oh, he's a big YouTuber. Help me out, Renee. Someone that's 100, someone, anyone that's 100,000 subscribers. Jack Frags comes along, says, give me a partnership. They'll say, yeah. But it took a little bit longer for me. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just... Not too long, what, No, when I, when I looked into it, I I actually realized that um, there's, there is a certain amount of boxes you have to tick, and I had to go out and make sure they were ticked. So you have to have a certain amount of concurrent viewers. You have to have a reasonably mm -hmm. busy chat section, you know, so it's not... It's not just a hundred people sat there doing nothing. A good community, get a community buzzing and going. Um, yeah. I did actually think I'd have to get way more followers than I did because I was only at like six, 1,600 followers and yeah, boom, they partnered me. Yeah. Well, I think they, uh, you still have the background, you know, so I assume the boxes to tick, they might be a little lower than someone who just comes out of the blue right yeah i mean i i i butted them up well on the old application form i, I said i knew brian my mate brian hicks and uh dean hall you know <laughs> <laughs> renee from barely infected uh, you know i said i often run with a running man i dropped all the names in fact <laughs> it didn't that was something that uh, renee had suggested afterwards he said oh i like your application form but i think perhaps you should have mentioned me <laughs> no i didn't say that <laughs> No, you didn't. You said you could have perhaps mentioned the fact that you play with the running man, and and yeah. I then said, "Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that." But yeah, you know, down to down to not just down to the figures. There's obviously a person at the other end that looks at it, and um, and they decided that I would be a good mix or match. Yeah, I think they have to good. They they have to have a good feeling about it, right? Oh. So what's the difference between YouTube and uh, Twitch? Because you you've been streaming YouTube for like a year now. And now well, longer than that, it was, it, it was 18 months I streamed on YouTube. Mm. Um, difference? Well, YouTube, I think, initially, while I was streaming on YouTube, I said I preferred YouTube to stream, stream on because yeah. everything's in one place. All the subscribers that I got got notified if they had auto notification on that I was streaming. Uh, it was all so simple. I just had to click a button. The quality of the stream was much higher than a Twitch could offer at that, at that time. Um, and it just, it, you know, it, it was what I needed for a, a mm. stream. I didn't need what Twitch would offer. So, but that was at the time when I started. And of course, as it progressed, I got a bigger following, more people were watching. And YouTube sort of stayed in the same place, whereas Twitch, Twitch could offer me more. Um, so that's... Yeah. Pretty much why I moved, and you know, the Twitch, Twitch have now increased the the bit rate that they offer. So the quality, while still not being as good as YouTube, is is getting better. Um, what is it then now? Six thousand. Okay. And if you're only doing 720, 60 frames per second, that's that's bang on, really. Yeah. It's, it's obviously it's not as good as YouTube, but it it's still it's still much more watchable than it was because I think they were at three thousand, so they've doubled it. Yeah, no, that's yeah, three thousand five hundred or something, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I had it three five. I think they they suggest three thousand was what you should have. Um, but yeah, to double it, 
it's 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 made a huge difference so that was one of the major reasons i didn't like twitch you know the, the quality of the stream was pretty poor so that's yeah and of course they offer the the subscription side of things if you can get partnered that gives you the backing of the people that are watching you are, 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 you know if they're prepared to support you with a subscription you're um you're getting you're getting a little bit in your pocket as well whereas youtube is not there's nothing really like that no that's true uh they only have the the super chat they recently introduced but it's not available yet in every country and it's only for donations and not for subscriptions and that kind of stuff talking about streaming you've been streaming quite a lot now um well more than in the past so what's your schedule at the moment uh, my my schedule uh tuesday thursday and saturday with optional bonus bonus stream on a sunday uh okay. 9 30 start uk time i feel like i'm pimping it now Renee. <laughs> yeah you're getting better at it. <laughs> yeah no it's Self, self-promotion oh it's good you, you have to you know you gotta open the shop right to sell the goods yeah a little bit mm. i mean you don't have to uh, over promote it that's not good i think but you, you think i went too far it. Wait, is no, that what I you're think saying it's good okay no, i think it's good I, th- I think i think we've said enough now don't want to say yeah, anymore no. now I feel, I feel like i'm i feel like you've told me off no, I didn't. <laughs> so, uh, one more uh, question for you: um, How is it going to affect your YouTube channel? Because you've quite a big following uh, on there. Not, not at all, really. There'll be t- there'll be a video a week, just like there has been for the last month. <laughs> but that there hasn't been a video the last month. <laughs> what motivates you, though, really? How do you get a video out? How do you get the videos out when when the audience has dropped? Like you were having 6,000 people watching your videos. Now you've got 2,000. What's going on? I know I've sidestepped that completely. But how will it... Let me, <laughs> that's the question for you. You get that in the back burner. You think that one through while I answer what you asked me. Okay. Um, now, clearly, it's in the past month, my I haven't produced any content. But that's because, that's because I've been trying to push for Twitch partnership. And I've been doing, mm. like, four, four nights a week streaming. And it leaves very little time to do anything else. Yeah, that's true. YouTube related, so. Um, but I mean, if if I'm not doing the bonus Sunday stream, and I drop back to the th- three day schedule that I just suggested, then I should be able to get things back on track again. I've got I have got stuff there that I want to do, but the question I I asked you is 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 kind of serious as well, hmm. with regards to motivation, because you know mo- motivating yourself to do daisy content right now video wise when the audience has shrunk probably by a i don't know that is pretty accurate you know you could get two two or three thousand viewers whereas before you was getting six to six to eight thousand yeah um do you still find the motivation there easy do you find it do you find that you can get yourself up for making a video i know it it does sound rather selfish as well because two thousand people watching a video is still a hell of a lot yeah it's a lot of people well, it's it's of course it's it's not fun because it it holds you back a little bit as well. You know, you feel kind of you you feel held back because of it because you still produce content. But because but I think it's also because we are well. I I see myself not just as a Daisy player, but I also see myself as a YouTuber now. So what can I do? 
you know, maybe I should switch to a different game or also upload different games and that kind of stuff. And I'm never going to leave DayZ, of course. Uh, but I also think it's just really fun I'm in as well. Uh, I just really think it's fun to edit uh, videos. And if I have a story to tell, I will I will tell it. And I think, you know, every single comment, it also motivates me to keep going. Even though there are less people watching right now, I think people are still catching up on the on the older videos if they if they find out I'm still producing content. So I don't know. I'm I'm just you know I'm just thinking about widening my horizon a little bit. Also upload maybe a few different games, and I I I still think it's fun to to keep uploading the videos. You're I, not solely um, motivated by the viewer count. No, no. I guess. I mean, I'm. I'm not saying that I am, you know, because I've got other reasons that, as explained there. But I, I'm not. I'm also not saying that um, it makes it. The motivation isn't as high as it was. Whilst I still enjoy editing, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, it is. It is a bit tricky. It is, especially without trying to, because it's difficult. You could end up sounding rather selfish by saying that. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm not getting many as many views now. I'm not going to make any any videos. There's a barrel here. Oh really? It's empty. I I get what you mean, no, but it's it is demotivating. Uh, you know, I understand what you mean. Um, it's just I always, you know, <laughs> I'm a little bit uh, the same as with Daisy. I try to be positive and uh, and just you know keep making videos. And I think I still, you know, December was a was a, like I said. In previous altercasts as well, it was a very good month for us, for a lot of people regarding DayZ content. And it will be again in the future. Mm. And there are people that are like other content creators that that are rising in, in subscribers uh, and that are solely making DayZ videos. So what's that all about? You know, is it, do we need to step up our game or did we saturate the market in the sense of where we are making videos for to our audience do we need to look at a wider audience you know it's there's there's still a couple of people that are increasing subscribers so uh by a lot actually so, so, so a, i'm not so there's the audience out there maybe the audience for our sort of stuff because mm. we're quite similar in telling story-based sort of daisy videos yeah but then you know you can't just suddenly change that sort of thing. Yeah, no, no, can, I'm not you, saying you can... change it. I'm just saying, like, think about, you know, what are they doing that we are not doing, right? I I just try to find a find a way, I guess. And one of them is called uh, I will just name him. He's he's uh, he's I think he's a starting YouTuber or maybe a little bit starting. He's called Baby Nate, and he well he he started making series. I think he has five. Uh, episodes now and uh, he's raised like 2,000 subscribers in the in the last month or so or two months maybe and that's that's quite a boost isn't it but that's yeah the last month I've made I've got a net gain of one (laughs) but if you're not going to put the content out you're not going to get the subscribers that is that is that is clear yeah that is true (laughs) simple as anything that is you know and whilst Whilst he he could be gaining that many subscribers, there could be a saturation point for him as well. 
if he's doing a similar sort of story-based thing. I don't know, because you mentioned it, mentioned him to me the other day, and I haven't got around to seeing any of his stuff yet, but... Um, yeah, it's fine. I need to I need to check it out. But, um, you know, the, you've got the PvP side of things that Jaycon's still channel's still growing. He, he does the PvP stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got... Is it Bundy who does the comedy stuff? Yeah. Is it Bundy? Yeah, Bundy. Yeah, he, he's, he's like still... The... The guy still that growing. screams at everyone. Yeah, he's still growing. You've got um, Danny Boy and Cy- Cyborg Lizard. You play with that dude, Cyborg Lizard. Mm-hmm. Still growing. Yeah, he's still growing. Yeah. It's like it's like a roll call here. We're just we're just naming all these da- all these Daisy content creators <laughs> that are doing well and we're not. <laughs> they just what we what we fucking playing at. They're not naming us on all their videos. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, need any help? These guys are fucking coining it in. We we need the help. We should be calling to them saying, guys, help us. Just name <laughs> our channels on your videos. We need some subscribers. FT only got one last month. <laughs> one. <laughs> I've never only had one subscriber in a month. I'm, in, I'm at Chateau de FT. Hi, Harry. Okay. Hope watch the, I hope you watch the podcast because this is all for you. I'm oh, in the shit. He, he police. Can't see this bit. Well, he's... No one's watching. No, no, but oh. I was just down in, in the Chateau de FT as if he could mm. see it. Fair I'm a enough. visual person. That's the problem. He can close his eyes too. Maybe he's also a visual person. I'm going to come to the police station and help you out. There's lots of loot there. There's some mags, but not the ones we need. Yeah, so, you know, it's there's. I'm just saying there's more to it than just... We should stop being sorry for ourselves. Get out there and... Uh, yeah, we should step up our game. It's easy. Okay. Point taken. <laughs> I shall make some videos. Yeah, I'm sure you will. They're going to be like... awesome encounter. I did have, have a great encounter. It's going to be a daisy. It would have been made tonight, but Renick dragged me out through this bloody altercast thing. And I can't make it, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that we should cover. It's not in the notes, <laughs> so you're, you're going to go mental here. You, you can you can oh. put this little bit of subsection in if you want afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um I said we should stream this tonight, and you said no, no, not doing it, not streaming it. <laughs> it can only go on SoundCloud, YouTube, Pod, Pod Knob, whatever it is. The other thing that you put it on, <laughs> all <Pod> those <laughs> things, <laughs> all those other applications. But it's not. I'm, I'm heading to Starry. I've had enough of the movie. Um, I I've forgotten what I was saying. <clears throat> oh yeah, we can't stream it on Twitch. Renny doesn't like Twitch. Um, well, I'm not the biggest fan of Twitch, but, you know, I watch your streams on Twitch, so... Okay, it's because you like me. Yeah, you know, I think if we stream Altercast, we should stream it on Daisy Altercast YouTube channel. (laughs) Oh, I see. Not so much on, uh, on our pages. Do you think so? I hadn't even considered that. I mean, we could do. Told it, you there was but... an ulterior ulterior motive there. When I, when you said this yesterday, <laughs> I was I said, "Oh no, Renny's not going to stream it on Twitch. He's going to he's going <laughs> to want it all to himself. Is not going on anything else?" And you sort of went a little bit quiet. And I see that. I see why now. Well, no, I think we should... we should stream it on the Alter Class YouTube YouTube channel. Yes, right. I just figured we should talk about it a little not bit let more FT because have it on I his have Twitch channel. He's got enough viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, all right, uh, all right then. We'll do that. Can I uh, can I say what I want? I don't know. Depends what it is. I might interrupt okay. you once more. <laughs> okay. I just feel like we um, 
we should find a way to deal with it because if we for example keep responding to lots of comments um then it doesn't work right so i think we should probably well while we're streaming it we should probably turn off the comments well that we don't see them anyway and then maybe like at the last half hour maybe turn the comments on and then just respond to the comments or something like that um that's more my thing because if it's interactive it's just going to be different and i think it will be confusing well for the people that watch it that don't watch it live here is one of these hunter jackets by the way well i think then Uh, what you do is you make a you make a schedule of stuff that you want to talk about and i i don't i can't see how you can possibly say that you would turn the comments off that that to me just seems like the opposite thing to do because you might as well not stream it then it, it seems pointless well, it's to stream live. it yeah but it's, it's no live. different than, it's no different to watching it for, on youtube well it is because it's live and uncut and unedited yeah but there's no interaction there is uh, interaction but only controlled interaction no i think you should do it live i think you should do it live <laughs> and have interaction and then stick to your schedule and also pick up comments where you wish I mean, it's not like it's not like we stick to the script anyway, is it? The shots. Oh, yeah. On you? I don't know. <laughs> I've gone prone. I think it came from the tents. It was either the tents or up at that that hill. Right, I'm gonna go around there, blow his nose off. Okay, I'll move up to the red building. See what's up. Door is closed, though. Of which one? Oh, oh, I'm hit. I'm down. I was in the in the mat in the shed in front of the red building. You dead? Yeah. <sighs> I hit two. You hit two? Yeah, with the shotgun, so they'll be pretty fucked up. But I don't think I killed them. Okay. In the past, we briefly uh, talked about modding in the in the podcast. I think in one of the earlier altercasts, and. Um, yeah, it was kind of requested by some people to talk a little bit more about it. And I think it would be interesting to uh to 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 see if we can uh you know, if we can just kind of recap uh, what modding for Daisy Mod was and what modding for Daisy Standalone will be. I believe modding for Daisy Standalone will probably be different than for Daisy Mod. Um mm-hmm. So I'm not sure obviously how it's going to be. Uh, I think no one knows except maybe the developers. But we don't know yeah. what tools are going to be available. I suppose and it's it's a different tool set to what was available via the mod, so it could follow the very, very similar paths. But you know, there was not really, from my knowledge, any base building at all implemented into the into the mod until until the the modders of the mod got hold of it. So that mm-hmm. obviously that is going to be that's going to be different. Yeah, and it's it's gonna be using Steam Workshop, uh, mm. so it sh- should be some sort of uh, controlled mechanism of how how to do things. I'm not sure how strict they're gonna be in everything. Should but, also uh, make getting hold of the mods a lot easier. I mean, it was a bit of a black art in when the mod was around. You had to yeah, you had to add folders and sort of know know what you were doing. There were da- downloaders that you could get um, laterally, but yeah, initially you had to 
you had to follow a set of instructions and kind of know what you were doing to do it in the mod. But yeah, it should be pretty seamless when it comes to modding for the standalone. It was also kind of difficult in the sense of sometimes your your game would crash, right, in Daisy Mod. And it was just, yeah. you know, you couldn't be able to get it to work anymore for the next hour or something. Yeah, at least when it crashes in the standalone, it works straight away again. Yeah, <laughs> there is that I guess side so. So did, did you play a lot of mods in Daisy Mods? Or did you just play vanilla? Um, I played the I played vanilla up until the point where I was about ready to find a new game, if I'm honest. Mm. So all the mods that came out, all the different maps, gave it a new lease of life through to the release of the standalone. So yeah, so to me, it, it extended the life the lifespan of the mod, the mods of the mod yeah. did. So they were they were good. I mean, I, there's arguments yeah. and counter arguments for modding. I think as long as the base game remains intact and has a healthy player base, then I think everyone will be happy. But you know, it could it could be a case of that something comes out that is more popular than the, than the standalone, and everyone transitions to it. It doesn't really make that much difference as long as you enjoy what is popular. Mm. You know, what what really becomes an issue is when you start playing. If you're playing something that's, for instance, the standalone vanilla, when it's released, and that there's less and less people playing it and you're struggling to find a server then you're going to kind of think to yourself well I wish some of these mods never came along because I love my daisy, daisy standalone vanilla and now all we've got 50 helicopter servers so <laughs> yeah and I think that's kind of what happened with the mod with when the when the mods came out it did sort of finish off the vanilla mod well, not really, right? Because every time when they release a new patch, well, it it kind of got a new life again. But, you know, shortly after, the other mods would pick it up. Yeah, because it, they would uh, be patched because they're based on the same basic game. Yeah. So all the implementation that's being put into the into the mod was, was, was put into the was put into the mods of the mod. So, yeah, I don't know. It's... Mm -hmm. it's I always I always went back to vanilla. That's all what I rem remember of it, and um, you know some good some mods were good, some mods were ridiculous. Like you said, it's very different. Is that you with the yellow hat on and a spade? Yeah, yep. had to be really, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. I suppose we should tell people really because before we were kitted kitted gadgets going across the the map, and now we're back in Berezino. Yeah, good we old died. Berezino. I don't, I don't think we need to die on that. We died. It was good. Well, it wasn't good. It's never good when you die. But we we had a bit of a fight. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, didn't end well. No. They were geared. They were geared. They were tools. They, I, I want to. I do actually want to mention this. We we met mm -hmm. them at the. We met them at the. I well, Rene saw them initially, at the tents at Starry. I said I was going to push on them, and I pushed on them with a shotgun, not knowing how many were there. There were three people there. One fully kitted, another half kitted, and another not so kitted. And as we approached, before knowing there was three, Rennie suggested we should speak to them. Uh, I said we're at the base, the military base, then perhaps it's not a good thing to do to speak to them. I, I mm -hmm. ended up taking a watching brief. Once we had established there were three, we decided it was not a good idea to speak to them. They pushed into the town. More shots were fired in the town. We tried to get their position. Rennie got took out. And I tried to avenge. I took shots on two of them, hit two, and went down fighting. 
there will be no YouTube yeah. video. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. But it will be alter costed. But did you what did you want to cover more on the mod, or have you do you feel that we've you know like when we when you when you showed the, this this topic to me, I said that I, I don't think we should really go into too much depth on the mods mods because majority of them are all done and dusted but you know we could touch on them based on the fact that some of them may get reincarnated in the standalone do you want do you want to do you want to do that or uh yeah i think we can briefly talk about that uh so one of the more popular mods and which you well, mod of the mods is uh, epoch probably and it was just basically a trading zone mod. So there, you would have different trading zones across the map. And then there would be like a lot of uh, a lot of people just roaming around. And when you would be in the trade zone, uh, you would be safe. So no one could shoot you, basically. It's kind of been established a little bit by some of the servers do that already now, don't they, on the standalone? But they do it. They, they don't. So in the Epoch mod, you could you couldn't get shot in those zones it wasn't possible if you shot someone you didn't die right mm -hmm. so it was server-side alterations they've made whereas in the standalone that the, the it's, it's all managed by the by the players so they have they have security essentially so they have these yeah. safe safe zones set up but they're i think that's more organic and, and much a much better way of doing it but i suppose that i mean the epoch mob was phenomenally popular so i never really got into it i just didn't like the i didn't like the grind you had to do to get money together to try and to try and buy your stuff i always you know i much prefer scavenging around for loot not chopping down trees and selling them to some farmer or whoever you <laughs> sold them to i don't know what you even did i think one of the i mean you got breaking point down there as well breaking point for me was um it, it was really quite innovative in that it brought a lot of atmosphere back to Daisy. Talking earlier about playing the nighttime, I, mm. I really enjoyed playing nighttime on Breaking Point, but they added this sort of fog and mist effect, and it was really quite atmospheric. But what I didn't like about the Breaking Point mod is that they just scavenged all the other assets from other mods and other people that were, you know, creating this stuff, and didn't yeah. really didn't really offer out much. Which well, in a way of they didn't credit it, I believe, yeah. and they didn't open their own server file, something like that. Yeah, it was really good, but I didn't like the designers. Did we cover the full? Oh, we didn't cover all the mods, but I, like I said to you, I don't, no, I don't no. think we should go into depth on them. I think we've done it enough. Yeah, no, I, that that wasn't my plan, but it was more uh, completely different ones. Like the origins was really liked. Did you ever play that? No, I didn't. I didn't like Origins because it was very similar to Epoch, but just on Taviana. And it had the same shitty people, not the same shitty people, but the same shitty mentality. Keeping the well, server what files. What mentality charging. are you talking well, keeping about? Ser keeping server files and then like forcing charges on the servers for, for stuff, you know, spawning yeah, and stuff. True. And it just, it all felt wrong. It was stuff that you wasn't supposed to do as well, you know, Bohemia said that you're not to be profiting off these sort of things, and they ended up doing exactly that. It still mm. felt wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I uh, I think I played Origins a little bit, but 
is more because of my uh, my friends they were playing that they were heavily into it and i kind of always rejected it because they had some sort of hero and bandit camp going on so if you would be a hero you could buy find hero blue marks or blueprints something mm. like that and if you were a bandit you had bandit blueprints and one of your team would be a hero and one of your team would be a bandit and kind of odd and some people they had bandit camps some had hero camps and you couldn't break into the the bases of the other people so i i i think always bases should be be able to you know you should be able to break into a base always you know you might need some tools but you know it should be possible yeah, you're changing the style of the game if you're going to make it impenetrable bases. You're turning it into more of a rust style thing, which I don't think yeah. Daisy. I don't think Daisy should be that way. And no, I don't think it will be when it's. Well, it won't be that way. Should they stay stay hold hold true to the what they've said they're going to do? So, you know, if mods bring out that and that's how that's how it goes with mods later down the line in standalone, then people want to play it then. That's fair enough, you know. They're they're there for people to do, but I don't yeah. think it should be part of the vanilla experience. No, no, I agree. Uh, I'm curious though how they're going to do it. Well, we've heard snippets, haven't we? You know, they're going to use. Yeah. Got, you're going to be using in-game assets. It's not like you're going to. They don't want you to have massive towers in the sky. They want you to be in keeping with the surrounding area so you'll pick up wood mm. like the piles of wood you see around the map you'll improvise using those sort of things and cutting trees down and stuff that will look in place or would feasibly be used by somebody not fucking mm. great big towers in the sky that would be impossible to you know not only would people not be able to make them that they, they, they would they wouldn't be possible to make <laughs> they would just fall over yeah. you know yeah, that's true. They're just ridiculous. So those sort of things are just not. They might be amusing for a, a certain type of gameplay, but they're just they're not. They're not part of the, the Daisy organic experience, man. Hmm. No, I uh, I agree. So, but I, I do. You know, there was one mod, um, Daisy 2017, and that's you know going back to the mods a little bit. But uh, that uh, mod was like super harsh and uh, there was almost no loot. You would probably hate it. And um, it was. I don't uh, know if I'd hate it because we, we played when, when we played Daisy when it was broken. I quite enjoyed it. I don't know if I could play it as. You know, it's something that I could probably go and play, but it might not be something that I would class as the, my home game. Hmm. No, yeah, f- fair enough. Um, so. So how do you feel about mods? Are you gonna try them all out? Should they be, should they be? You know, we can probably in Daisy Altar Cast we can discuss all the different mods, uh, well the popular ones anyway. I think I think for me to want to to play it, it's got to be. uh, You know, I'm not I'm not going to be a a pioneer of jumping onto a mod and trying to make it popular. I I I would I would imagine I will go with some form of public opinion that the mod has to mm-hmm. has to have it has to have a following for me to want to jump on it um that's simply from a content creator's point of view rather than a personal preference point of view and you know if something's popular then it, there's a reason it's popular 
And by the way, I'm rocking a brown dress and leather shoes. That's a combo. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure you'll go trying the more obscure, no loot, spawning with one health, no bandages and a flare stuffed up your ass. You know, that's that's you know, if you want to go and play that, you can, Rene. I'm not. Yeah, I, I will. I am. I'm looking forward to try the most hardcore mods out there. Ooh. I think that would be cool. But I will def most definitely also keep playing vanilla, and I'm also especially looking forward to uh, other maps. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that'll be a breath of fresh air. That's that's like I said to you with regards to the the mod when they started bringing out the new maps. It was yeah, just a breath of fresh air. All yeah, all that the was awesome. The Mausk, um, uh, Taviana, Lingor Island. There was just so many. Did you? Yeah. So did you play Podogorsk? Yeah, Podogorsk from the day, day Zero guys. Did you also make videos on that one? I made a few. I made I made a little series actually. Um, it was the thing is with Pod Podogorsk. It was it was bought out with a big fanfare. They they got someone that was decent at editing to to make a promotional video on it um, and mm -hmm. they they released the map before it was completed so only half of the map had stuff on it yeah it, it just it and, and it never it never got past that stage which is a little bit sad yeah it, because it, it was kind of died a death fun. really yeah i like that map it was it was a good map it was quite small though yeah i, you I know, don't probably remember a quarter of the size of chinaris maybe even smaller Hmm. I liked how you would go have to go across the water, across the bridge, or you know a small landslide, and then you kind of got to the airfield, and the airfield was kind of walled off, but you could still kind of get past it. So it had a very apocalyptic feel to it. It did, but those choke points were a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> but that that was part of the design, though. It was a very PvP orientated um, mod, Day Zero. That's what it was all about, PvP. Yeah, that's true. I played it quite a lot, though. I made a video on that once. Um, it was. It turned out to be a really popular video. It was probably two minutes long, and it was on Podicles. I'm pretty sure it was on Podicles. It was on. That's me. It was on Day Zero anyway, and I was in a bit of a state. I'd been beaten up, very low on blood. And I met a French guy in the supermarket and offered him, well, I didn't offer him anything. I said, I need a blood bag doing. So that building there is where he said, we should go and do the blood bag. And I said, okay, let's go. I went and stood in the building, turned my back to him like that, chucked the blood bag on the floor, and he shot me in the back of the head with a shotgun. Oh, bastard. Yeah, I know. It might have been at that point when I went a little bit crazy and shot everyone for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I've had such things happen. People came here. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you a blood back. Somehow you cope with it. Yeah. I don't remember what I was going to say. Okay, can't help you out with that. Was it? Was it from the notes, Rene? <laughs> from the notes. Because I've got the notes on the other screen. I can. I can help you out. We've got base building. We've covered. Then we've got. Uh, Oh, radio's a direct chat. That's the next place we ought to be going. You know, even if you can't remember what it is you were going to say, we're going there now. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so I think that direct chat has always uh, brought a lot to uh, uh, to the Daisy atmosphere. I think um, it's all always, you know, I, I really liked. Uh, I really like, I have to say, that it's directional and that you have to be close to someone to be able to talk to them. And um, uh, I actually, it goes as far that I miss it in other games. So it, as soon as the 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 voice isn't directional, I I kind of hate it. So I, I want to quit the game. It's almost as bad as that. Um, Direct chat, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's there, isn't it? It's lovely. You can talk to people. Hello. Hello. You sound like a muppet. That's my. That's my. That's me done on direct chat. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, you know, come on. We're in the. We're in 2017. What do you want? A direct chat. Yeah, I also want radios. Well, we've uh, got but them, we already so have you can, radios. You can shut up there about them. We've covered both of those subjects quite well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. We didn't cover it at all. Oh, dear. Well, don't you like to have, like... Don't you think it's awesome to have, like, an adventure with with maybe me sometimes, direct chat only? No. I think it would give like a whole new atmosphere into the. You told me you want to do this, and game. I told you I don't want to do it. Yeah, I know, but you know, maybe I was hoping you might have changed your mind. Imagine the logistical nightmare of trying to do Altercast without Teamspeak. Oh yeah, that would be difficult. But that's Altercast. That's not in-game video making. Hmm. You go for the deep immersion, though, don't you? you I mean, I think you're a, a role-playing player waiting to get out. Waiting to get out. Yeah, you're trying to bust out. You you just you feel you feel hamstrung on these normal servers, and you should be on a role playing server. I shouldn't be on a role playing server. Yeah, I well, think I am, should be. I'm on Daisy Underground. Yeah, there you go. Look, playing Cedric Barneswickle. <laughs> Whatever. Well, as soon as there is no um, rules in Daisy, and I can still shoot everyone. Who I want to shoot. I'm good at it. I think, in all seriousness, Daisy Underground does amalgamate. Do I want to use that word? Combine. Combines the combines the standard experience with the role-playing experience really well. Hmm. Very few, if any, servers can match it. So, that said, I, I, I do find myself a little bit uncomfortable playing it and having someone go hardcore role play on me yeah but that's that's the same for me right there was this uh there's this massive uh lore uh, in there that ha that has some um some cult and it's they call it the cult of papa and you know while i really enjoy the idea of having some sort of mid cult roaming around i i talked to one of them once on the radio and i and I didn't know how to respond. I was like, hello, my, my name is Rene. How are you? And, and he just started <laughs> screaming stuff about that, I, that I'm in danger. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to, you know, I talked a little bit to him. And after that, I, I just turned the radio off at some point. I don't know how I'm supposed to respond. <laughs> Especially the same hard. character. 
Yeah, but I I did stay in character a little bit, but you know, at some point I'm just I just got fed up with it, I guess. Hmm. So. I think we're deviating along. I I brought this on us by saying role playing. We we um. I'm not we, a role player. I mean, I like I, I like to role play in the real world, like in the real scenarios, like you know, like we're doing right now. I think it's funny to to say a little bit of role play, but maybe like ten percent role play. I don't know. It's uh, I don't mind it so much, but when it's purely role play, I uh, it's so slow as well. Mm. But that's it's just not my style. That's kind of where the direct chat and the radios come in, though. They come into their own and those and those on those servers. Yes. So that's true. And uh, that's also what I like about it. And there's also, you know, there's a lot of people like me roaming around there as well. Just people who just want to have an adventure and just talk. So I can't um, get that depth of immersion that you like to or manage. I just, I can't, I don't, and this is why I'll never, I'll never play role-playing services. I can't, I can't separate what I'm doing sat here playing this game from... Hmm. The fact that I'm sat here playing this game, I'm still detached, and I always will be, and mm. that's why I don't feel that radio, radios or direct chat are that important to me. Yes, I think that for a communication device, they're okay. Well, specifically radios are, are quite quite a nice little concept and a nice thing to use, especially as they're completely across the whole map now. You can talk to someone from one corner to the other. That's that's pretty cool. But I just, mm. I don't, I don't see the depth that you do in it. Yeah, no, I understand, and that's okay. I think that's also what's cool about Daisy, and that is that everyone can approach the game how they like to approach it, mm. and still be in the same environment. It only brings a lot of disadvantage to, to me sometimes because there are a lot of people that just don't think about it and just shoot right so well, um there is there is that aspect but then i i've said this to you a multitude of times that you have to have those people yeah no you have to, you have to... I, I i've never disagreed with you on that you see daisy i would like to say daisy would would survive fine if you didn't have role players but it wouldn't survive fine if you didn't have people shooting but i suppose you would lose a bit of depth there but if everyone, if you know, if everyone was talking, it really would be pretty mundane. Yeah, no, of course. So I think you know the one server caters better to the other server with it. Mm. So it's the favourite part of the Daisy Altercast right now coming up. Renny loves this bit. He likes to get it in in every week. <laughs> the status report. Status report. You got a cheer. Got a cheer. I actually okay. looked at my other monitor then to see if I got a cheer on on Twitch. <laughs> I did. It's not called a cheer <laughs> on Twitch. It is oh. when they send you a cheer when they do the when you send you the bits. It's they the do a cheer. Diamonds thing. It's, yeah. it's called a cheer. Okay, I didn't. Uh, but no one. I'm not streaming. <laughs> so. so I lured you into it without even knowing. So, apparently, there's a big topic by Eugene about Daisy development and an explanation of why the Daisy team is not letting us down. My, can you tell I'm reading this? Very advanced reading <laughs> of what they were exactly up to. 
I think I, think I, think I nailed it, Rennie. No one will notice. So, so bad. <laughs> well, Thanks, expand Steve. on it. Tell me more. Um, you read these status reports. I mean, I've told you I don't read them. I just wanted to highlight it that um, that uh, you know last to- last time. Holy shit! That scared me. <laughs> Just trying. If, if he's hitting a pole with his axe, he's up the deer stand, and I'm just trying to cut one of the poles down, see if it falls over. <laughs> <laughs> not, it's not happening. Last uh, time uh, we talked about the, uh, a lot of criticism that Daisy is receiving right now, and the Daisy developers have also responded to it in the la- latest two status reports and told us exactly what they are doing and why they are doing it. And uh, I think it's Eugene who made two uh, posts about it in both uh, status reports of uh, of April. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's good that they're listening to, to everything and responding to it. And also in uh, one of the status reports, they are um, showing off the forests again. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, you could see... Uh, like a, some sort of slider with the old and new uh, forest next to each other. Yeah, and um, two patches this year. Two patches, hopefully. Yeah, that's the that's the that's a goal. You know, do you think that should have been mentioned? Historically, Daisy developers and timelines. You put those words together, yeah. and you you set some people off, don't you? But yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, I, I hope I hope they can manage it. Because otherwise, to say that they're going to do it or hope to do it, oh dear, the backlash I can I can see it already. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, point six two, the next patch that I here you go. Here's 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 my prediction. FT's prediction time. Point six two is going to launch in the next two months. Point six three will be the Christmas special. Yeah, that's, I've that's always it. been more optimistic, but who knows? You think six three is going to be before Christmas? I hope so, but uh, I, you know, my predictions have have always been proven to be wrong. <laughs> oh, doesn't fill me full of confidence. That doesn't really. No, so just stick with your own predictions. <laughs> yeah, I think I will. I don't know. I. I hope you know they have to say something. I understand why why they say it. I understand why they don't want to say it. But you know, sometimes you just you just have to do something, right? It's uh, it's important to uh, to keep the trust going of the people who play your game. Yeah, but the trust is completely shot if that if if it happens if it doesn't happen. Sorry. Yeah, that's true. You you really only say those things if you you've got them nailed on and with game development as as has been proven with this game it's it can never be nailed on. But that said, they mm. have they have put some point six three internal test servers up, so there must be a playable version of it for for them to have test servers or point six three? testing. Yeah, the testing aspects uh. of it. Yeah, because point six three is being being worked yeah. on by a huge percentage of the team, whereas the point six two is just being with it being graphical, it, it's more specific, and the I don't know, I don't know who artists or whoever it is that work on that particular part of it are the, are the ones that are working on that. And hmm. so, who knows? Maybe it'll be point six two in the next month or two, and 
a point six three will come soon after. I mean, the the work they've got on after point six three should see the sort of update process that everyone wants. You know, updates coming bi-weekly, maybe. Once they start putting all the stuff in that they haven't been able to put in because it's it's engine limited. Yeah, well, well, one can only hope, but uh, let's not share too soon, I guess. No, well, that's my, I mean, you say you're always the optimistic one, but surely that's just the way just the way that they've 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 put it across to us is 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 the way that i i believe that's going how it's going to happen because as soon as 0.63 beta's done then that's that's all the engine change is done and they can implement all the stuff that they've been working on that they can't put in because of the legacy engine so i i yeah that's true but patches every one and a half week that seems a little quick once a month maybe you'll see well, it's going to be good anyway. I can't wait. No, well, you're going to have to wait, I'm afraid. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't. You can't wait. <laughs> so, Rene, this concludes episode five of the Altar cast. don't know why I yes. pronounced it like that. Altar. The Altar <laughs> cast. <laughs> yes, but, it, it does. But there's one last thing. Yeah. We are... Uh, Running into Novi, well, we are still uh, 300 meters away. No shots fired as yet. I have a pistol, a CR-75 chambered, and you have? I have a pump-action shotgun pistol grip, four shells. Pumpy. And uh, will we survive Novi some more? Let us are you know. confident? Are you confident? I, don't, I feel we're going in a little bit undergunned. Yeah, that's true. I feel confident, though. As for now, uh, yeah. that can change any second. With you by my side, Rene, I feel, especially with that shotgun and your firm grip, we will be okay. <laughs> but yeah. Leave your comments below. Yep. Comment, and, like, uh... and subscribe. I didn't say subscribe then, I said scribe. <laughs> <laughs> you did. And if you have any questions, remarks, suggestions, uh, let us know via the email at uh, barelyinfected at gmail.com or daisyaltercast at gmail.com and I hope you enjoyed this episode and see you next time bye bye bye